Welcome to a Christian podcast, the podcast where we have Christ-centered conversations. I'm your host, Kevin Wilson. Yo, what's up, good people? I hope that you all are having an amazing day. Real quick, three things. Number one, shout out to the people from TikTok. Yes, so I posted this clip of the podcast on TikTok and mad people from there came and, and listened to the show and followed me on Instagram and YouTube and they're like, I'm here from TikTok. And I'm like, yo, that's dope. You can post one thing on TikTok and it just exposes you to a bunch of new people. And so shout out to you guys, the new family. If you're, matter of fact, leave a review and in the review, put where you're from, put what state, city, country, because that goes into my second shout out, which is Shout out to Kenya, Africa. I've been looking at the analytics and it's a solid chunk of people listening from Kenya. And I'm like, that's wild that something that you create here in Charlotte, North Carolina gets all the way to Africa. So glory to God. Shout out to you guys for listening. Shout out to the new family. I'm super excited to have each and every one of you listening because you could be listening to anything, doing anything. But the fact that you're listening to this, I do not take that lightly. So again, Thank you. And the third thing, if you would like to support a Christian podcast, head to patreon.com forward slash Kevin Wilson. But without further ado, let's get into the show. So in the last episode, we talked about sin and the conversation got really good. And so we wanted to carry it on in this next episode. So I got Lex and I got Yannick with me. And we better just go into it. So without further ado, let's hop in. Yep, yep. So we were kind of going through, I don't think we ever came to a conclusion, but the question was, can we sin too much or can we sin our salvation away? Now let's just real quick wrap, kind of, you know, recap. We went through a different some, some different things. We had the story, the story of the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, a certain amount of sin just creates a certain amount of distance from us and God. Um, there were so many things. It was a really good conversation. If you didn't hear it, please go back and listen to it. But let's just real quick, let's just tie the loose ends and let's come up with some conclusion. What do we think? <laughs> like where where are we at with that? Can we sin too much to not be saved? <laughs> it's still tough. It is still tough, but... Ooh, stick a pen in it. Yannick, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. Now this that that's a, that's a tough question. Um, it's a tough question because it's, it's it's one of those things where, of course, you can share your opinion, but you almost even if, even if you state your opinion or what you believe in, you almost have like this feeling inside of you, like uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. You know, but and you don't want to come back around. Like, yeah, oh, I was wrong. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I, I think that's a good thing about this show is that we just we just talk as 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 we feel mm-hmm. regular practical believers mm-hmm. yeah, that are not theologians that have mm-hmm. all the answers. Like, right. I've had conversations on this podcast where it's like I look back and I was like, that wasn't the right, that wasn't the right answer. <laughs> right. Yeah, that right. wasn't the right thing. Um, and we miss it. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think. And all of that, and even in missing, the conversation is still thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I always do is I always direct people to the Bible. 
Yeah. yeah. So uh, whatever we say is not law. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so, you know, going back to the Bible. But I don't know. I think... I think once you're saved, you're saved until you, and unless you renounce God. Um, and I, again, I've heard some scholars say that even then, you can't decide to not be His son anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Once you decide to be His son or daughter, hmm. you can't decide to take it away. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I haven't really looked hmm. dug deep enough for that, but that's how I feel at the moment. And maybe I, I look at this a month from now and be like, that was wrong, bro. <laughs> but we'll see when I get there. Right. What you thinking, Lex? I'm thinking how you say, you know, you can't decide to not be a son or, you know, for my case, a daughter. You know, with the love of God, with salvation, um, two things. First thing is you can decide that you don't want to receive the love of God. Right, you can, and that's and that's a way that you can renounce God. Um, the other thing is that's the, that's, that's the thing with love. The other thing is with salvation. Um, when we were talking in the last episode, uh, Yannick had said something, and then Sammy said, "Yeah, because you'd be drifting." And when she said drifting, I immediately thought of the visual of somebody drifting in water. You know, and there's you. I'm sure many people including you guys, may have seen this meme um, or this heard this concept or story or whatever where it says um, this guy uh, was in a boat, was stranded, and he said, God, you have to save me. You have to mm-hmm. help me. And a person comes by and he goes, no, it's okay. God's going to save me. And they, you know, they <laughs> let him go. Second person comes by and he says, no, it's okay. God's going to save me. And he lets him go. Third person comes by and, you know, to help him and save him. And he says, no, it's okay. God's going to save me. Mm-hmm. And then the guy ends up dying. I'm sorry. He wasn't in a boat. There were people in a boat and he was in the water. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, you know, all three times he's like, no, it's okay. God's going to save me. And then he dies. He goes to heaven and he says, God, why didn't you save me? And he says, I sent three people. <laughs> Yeah, like in the in the pursuit of happiness, he said, "I sent you three big boats, you dummy." <laughs> yeah, oh, that's where it came from. Yeah, I know. It came I listen, from the pursuit of happiness. Came from, I know that's where I heard. I first think that's. Heard it. I think that's exactly yeah. where I heard it. Just Jay so, Smith was like, he was, uh-huh. all, he was all little. He said, yeah, I sent you three big boats. Oh, it was so cute. Yeah, yeah. So when I thought of that visual, there, it's like that person didn't want to receive the help. They didn't want they they literally were not receiving the very help that was right in front of their face, right? Um, not to be harsh, but then it brought me to another visual where um if somebody is literally in water and they're drifting, okay, so you know how we go to the beach and when you're in water, the tide pulls you when you're when you're in the water at the beach. And so if somebody doesn't tell you, Hey, you're drifting. Come on back. You know, you're just going to keep drifting. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when somebody tells you, hey, you're drifting, come on back, and they're trying to get your attention, mm-hmm. and you just decide to be like, I'm good. Yeah. You're you're literally not receiving or accepting the salvation they're trying to give you. Like, they're trying to save you from mm-hmm. getting lost mm-hmm. out into places you, that you have no business being. That's good. Yeah. So then my question is, if if I'm going off that analogy, is there a metaphorical rope that God has us on mm, that extends as far as we'll go 
that even though, you know, let's say we are drifting, because I see that analogy in my head perfectly, where it's like you, I remember my dad did that once we were at the beach, and he started out where we was at, and literally all of a sudden we heard lifeguards blowing the whistle. Mm -hmm. My dad was floating on his back far out, like way past where he should have been, because he didn't realize it, right? Yeah. But my question is, does God have a, like once we decide to get saved, Mm -hmm. is there a rope attached to us that's like, you know what, no matter how far you go, even if you die out there, you're still attached to me. Yeah, as my son or daughter. Mm. You know, like that's, it's so tough. Yeah. But I think, again, and what gives you, because as as hard as this conversation is, what gives me, uh, what makes me feel good, what comforts me, is to know that I don't have to do, I don't have to be in that situation. Right. I don't have to get to the point, like God gives us mercy and grace every day. I'm trying to be like Christ. Mm-hmm. I don't have to live a life of sin to where I'm worried about. Interesting. Uh, am I am I too far? Yeah. Like, let me not. I want to be so close to God that my question is never, "Am I too far?" Mm-hmm. Is God? How can I get even closer? Mm-hmm. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? I want to be at a place where it's just like I'm not even worried about being too far. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's far out. But I know there's people listening to this that feel too far. And the other thing is, are, are, is that analogy even possible? Because let's be real, God is omnipresent. That's that's the that hmm. He's not limited to space, time, or matter. Right. right. So He's everywhere. Right. Can we actually be too far from God? I I think when whenever you I mean whenever you mention now the omnipresence of God. I think that's where um, mm. we we're, we're looking at we're looking at something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, can can we be far? Is it even possible to be far from God? So I think yeah. Again, like I think whenever we're saying like the omnipresence mm-hmm. of God, right? Like in the last episode, uh, Lex was saying that uh, like she was quote quoting the the Book of Psalms, right? And uh, when David was saying like, even when I make my bed in hell, like you were there. Mm-hmm. Like yes, he's there, but what level of the presence? Mm. That's real. <laughs> like, That's what real. level of the presence? Because it's like, God is everywhere. Yes. Like, God is everywhere. Yes. But, like, there's a difference. Like, I mean, if we look at uh, the temple, like, of Jerusalem, right? We're, we're looking at the the outer court, the inner court, and the Holy of Holies. Mm-hmm. Like, in every level, like, the presence of God was there. Mm-hmm. But... What magnitude of it? Yeah, what yeah, dimension yeah, yeah, yeah. of it? That's real. That's you know, real. so it's like I'm with you, I'm with you <laughs> yeah, on that. You know, that so right it's there. like so it's like as you're like if you if you've made it to where you're like in the holies of holies, and then now you're like okay, let me go into the inner mm-hmm. court, let me go into the outer court. Like the experience mm-hmm. becomes different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Come on, hey. like that that distance, like you know, that you've created in My between God. you and God. Like yeah, like if you. If you make your bed in hell, yeah, he will be there. Just not, mm-hmm. <laughs> not to the not, yeah, not yeah. in the way that you would want to experience him, right? Um, mm. So he's omnipresent, like he's everywhere. Yeah, like you, I mean, obviously you can't drift too far away where God is not there. Like God is everywhere. Um, but as far as you know, your posture and your alignment to him, yeah, you can drift like you know far away. Like if you're, um, you know, like if you're like directly, let's say like where we are now, like like 
there's a roof over our heads, right? Like it's a covering for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the same way, like our relationship with God and intimacy with Him is a covering for us. Come on. But then now, like you can decide, like, hey, like if it's raining right now, like outside, <laughs> we wouldn't care because we're like we're covered. <laughs> right. right. But the moment I decide, like, hey, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna willingly step outside. Right. Right. I have to deal hey. with what, what happened with the elements with outside. outside. I'm gonna, I'm gonna deal. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna deal, and that's I really mean, good. And people out. Hey, whatever are I'm under- dwelling in is what I gotta. That's what I gotta be. Right, in. and I mean, uh, like a common saying now, like everybody's saying, I'm outside. Well, don't just don't be outside. <laughs> <laughs> just don't be outside the presence of God. Hey, that's like, you know? the message right. for real. I'm out. <laughs> you know? We outside. We outside. Yeah, yeah but just okay. not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, right. Just, nah, just don't be good. outside the presence of God. But I think that's a great analogy. Yeah, you you can't you can get to a point where you drift away from the presence of God. Mm-hmm. I think again, like God always gives us a signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like some type of signal, some type of alarm system, like by like, and that's the Holy Spirit. Like He awakens our conscience. Like He He reminds us. He tells us, like, hey, like it's like, and and the amazing thing about the Holy Spirit is He's not forceful, mm. right? He's <laughs> like He's so gentle, like towards so like gentle. It's like, hey, Yannick, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like He's not gonna come, like, hey. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, do not do, do that. not do that. Like, right. you know, it's like He's not gonna do that. He's right. just gonna be like, hey, like. Be careful. Warning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Warning. Like, in, like you know, it's you saying that is so funny because when you think about how God communicates with us, you know, the Bible tells us that He's He speaks in a still a still quiet voice. It's mm-hmm. not going to be boom, boom, boom. You know, and so like when 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 we think about the fruits of the Spirit, um, it says being gentle, mm-hmm. right? And so the Bible, you know, just talks about all in and throughout how the Spirit of God is a gentleman. He's He's gentle, right? But mm-hmm. He's so strong, you know. God raises up a mighty arm for His children. He is strong, mm-hmm. and so like that feeling of conviction that people may not be aware of is conviction when they're drifting or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like that feeling is so strong because it lingers. Mm-hmm. It may be faint, but what makes it strong is not the is not the the volume in which it appears, but the lasting effect that that it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um. So whenever we're thinking about this and going back to the scripture in Psalms where David says, even when I made my bed in hell, you were there. Um, and going back to what you were saying with the level of reception, you know, with the um, holiest of holies the, uh, in the temple and like, you know, where, where you're going, the mm-hmm. first heavens, second heavens, third heavens and all that. Um, what, what the common theme there is, is just reception and so it's like if your reception is at a certain place, you know, that's a preparation for your reception to be at a different place. It mm-hmm. is. Every, everywhere we is is preparation for where we're going because mm-hmm. God calls deep unto deep. You know, he takes us from holy to holy, to, from glory to glory. Right. So um, with, you know, the Bible saying this, and we can be sure in that, we can know that, then it's like every level of reception that we may have of God is going to be met with a better level of reception of where we're going if we receive where we're at. Right. So if the when with me saying that, it raises this question to when David said this in Psalms, even when I made my bed in hell, you were there, it it raises question like, how attentive can you be to receive God or to receive a nudge when you're making your bed in hell? You know what I mean? Like if if you're in this yeah, I think the thing is, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, if you're in this place, I'm not saying in hell, like actually in hell, but I'm saying like if you're on earth and you're in a place of just living in sin continually and 
you know, God may nudge you in, in just the, the filthiest of filth, you know, it's like how, mm. at, at what point will you be at to receive the nudge, you know? I, yeah, I think, I think, I mean, to that, to that same point, the way, like, I would probably look at it in a different light, like, sp- specifically speaking of David, right? Mm-hmm. David was a man after God's heart. Yes. Right? And he had, like, whenever, like, and again, this is probably, like, just my imagination, right, of who David is. Um, like, he was such a worshiper. He was so conscious and sensitive about the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I would read that that uh, psalm, like, I'm looking at it or I'm reading it from the perspective of a man who is sensitive to the Holy Spirit, meaning that David was so conscious of the presence of God that he knew that even if he was like in a place of hell, Mm. if we if we want to do it like, you know, we want to say like literally, like he's saying, like, even if I go to the extent where (laughs) like I go far out, I'm still believing that God is there. It it takes me to an uh, like an, an like a place in my mind where I'm thinking, mm-hmm. this man was conscious mm-hmm. of the fact that God is there. Mm-hmm. But then the question is, like, but but then at that point, it means that even though he's saying, like, even when I make my bed in hell, you are there. It means mm-hmm. that David was so conscious that no matter where he goes, yes. that the presence of God is going to be there and God is going to reel him in somehow. Absolutely. Now, yes, I agree. Yeah. And I, but I, I think that's not. I think everybody doesn't have that. In, in the sense insight. of so, like I explained that in the second, in the first episode mm-hmm. of sin, where I said, even when I wasn't doing right before, like when I, I was saved, but I was not, I wasn't living holy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a fear. Yep, I had a healthy fear of like mm-hmm. God's not gonna like da- like you said, like David. I had that thing of like I shouldn't be doing this. Yep, I'm not doing the right thing. Whereas I know people. That are saved or were saved, and in at that time, they didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have that feeling of like, hmm. I shouldn't be doing this, right. mm-hmm. or this makes me feel bad because God's displeased. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I think that heart of David is what's different than that person that's kind of like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, it is what it is. Right. And yeah, and I think that's like the spiritual sensitivity. Like that's. Mm-hmm. Like whenever we're saying like the Holy Spirit, like he's so gentle, like he's, but he's like also like very like I want to say even jealous, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever like David, like David, in, 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 in again imagining like in this case, like David was so sensitive, like like he was still open to it, like he's saying like even when I go like I make my bed in hell, like I'm still sense like so sensitive that I can tell that God is still there. Mm-hmm. But then like when we're talking about someone who is drifting away. Like, like intentionally or whatever. It's like he gets to a point where that voice doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's like, I don't care if God is seeing this or not. Like Ooh, Jesus, Jesus, I'm gonna Jesus. sin regardless. I'm gonna do what I want. Like I'm gonna live my life <laughs> however I want. Like yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. So yeah, and, and that's it's different. That's yeah. Far. yeah. And to to that point, it's like if if you don't if you don't care, you know, if you're no longer concerned with what God has to say or with with what God sees as valuable to for you you know, about your life, then you're not receiving, you're not accepting his covering, mm-hmm. you know? And so like you were saying, Yannick, earlier, if we're if we're under this roof, we're not mm-hmm. going to get rained on. But as soon as we step out of the this roof, we oh, have yeah. to deal with the elements of what is in that place that oh, we're yeah. stepping into from oh, yeah. stepping out of this, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, if we're not 
if we're not receiving um, and accepting his covering, then how can we be saved? Yeah. Yeah. How? Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So I also want to ask, do I need to stop sinning before I get saved? Like if I, for the unbeliever, Mm -hmm. I can really be, I can imagine it being, it's like, it's like I heard someone say this, I'm so out of shape that I need to go into, I need to go to the gym to work out before I can even go play basketball to get in shape. Mm -hmm. So it's like this, this thing of like, I got to get in shape before I can even get in shape. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, I relate that to this where it's like. I can't really get saved until I Whoa. until I get a certain amount of I'm not sinning or I, right. I get a certain amount Some of, level of like righteousness, self discipline towards sin. right, right, right. Like I, I can imagine somebody being very easily like ah nah not today because I'm not I'm still struggling with mm-hmm. this I'm still doing this I, I was just at the club last night mm-hmm. um, yeah so this per this point is so perfect to point to why God is relational. Because with you saying that just now, people get in shape to get in shape to perform. Mm. When you when you say that you have to get in shape in order to get in shape, that's because you want to perform well, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you're getting saved- So I, I got to go to the gym so that- when I go to the basketball gym, I don't get embarrassed. Yeah. Just, okay. Yeah. 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 And so, 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 so you perform well because you know, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't be embarrassed. Right, so right, right. <laughs> now, but but when you're getting saved, this is the problem with some people who who that with with this is the problem that some people have with getting saved is because they feel like once they get saved, they have to perform. Right. Mm. They feel but like I what think- has to. And I'm not saying perform like put on a show. Right. What I'm saying is they feel like they have to become something that they're not when it's it's not that that's the focus. You know, Matthew 6.33 says, seek me first. Seek the seek, seek me, first, the kingdom of God, and all this righteousness yeah. first, and all other things, and all then it says, and all other things will be added. Mm. And so the point is not, and I guess my answer to that is no your original question, um, because the point is, like we talked about in the last episode, you know, like God is not just some God in the sky who just hates sin because he's a dictator or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the point, his, even God, God's point is not for you to stop sinning because just stop because mm-hmm. that's what he wants because he's a controlling somebody. <laughs> no, his whole point is for you to live, for you to have life and have life Abundant. Fully to, yeah. to more abundantly, yeah. right? So if this if this is the point of that, if this is the point of that, and people are coming or people are even tempted to not even to, I shouldn't say tempted because the Lord doesn't tempt anybody, but when people are drawn, you know, to come to Christ, and oh my point is leaving because I got distracted. Jesus, um, <laughs> if people are drawn to come to Christ, if they don't know that when they come to Christ, that they can come just literally for Christ and not, they can come, they can come to Christ for Christ 
to be there for them rather than them be there for Christ. Does that make sense? Kind of. Yeah. So I think I think how I imagine it is, as you were speaking, what I what I what I visualized is, would you take a shower? If you were dirty, right? This is good. Would you say, this I'm going to take true. a shower so that I could take a shower? <laughs> no. It wouldn't make sense. Right. Yeah, nah. Once you're cleansed, you're cleansed. cleansed right. Right. So I imagine that is like getting saved is being is literally to be cleansed. Right. It is to be made righteous. It is to so I don't have to I don't have to take a shower in yeah. order to go take a shower. Yeah. Right. The Lord will cleanse you when you come to him. But right. you have yeah. to you have to come, right? Right. And, yeah. and so I, I asked this question because I know that somebody's listening and they're like, I'm wilding too much for it to get saved. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm living in sin too much. I like yeah. I'm still I'm still watching pornography so I can't get saved. I'm right. still right. drinking so I can't get saved. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm still, you know, I, I I habitually lie so I can't be saved until I get rid of this. Yeah. No, you don't you don't go to the hospital once you're healed. Right. You go right. to the hospital, you go to the doctor when so you're that, sick. Yeah. yeah. You go to the hospital once you're broken, right. once you're hurt. Right. There you get help. Right. Right. Then you you know what I'm saying? Then you walk right. out in your righteousness and yeah. your healing and in your yeah. your wholeness. This Yeah, I I think like whenever I mean going back to the original question, like the moment you really come with that mindset already, you're already starting off on the wrong foot mm-hmm. because then you're coming with uh, an attitude of self-righteousness, mm-hmm. of mm. like being saved by works. Right. And, right. And, and this is not just something that is experienced just by unbelievers, but even believers, whenever uh, they do fall or, you know, yeah. they, do, right. they do sin, they get to a point where like, well, I can't, I can't, I can't read my Bible. Like I can't right. go to God because I'm dirty. I'm right. filthy. Yeah. Like, True. like yeah. I just, I just sinned. Like I just, you know, like I just yeah. like slept with a random girl. Like, you know, I just mm-hmm. I went yeah. to the club. Like I just drink, like, you know, like I just got mm-hmm. drunk, whatever, like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like I just messed up. And, they get to a point where like I'm so guilty, like I feel so filthy, so dirty that I can't go to God. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, let me let me work on being like more disciplined. Like let me try not to go to the club. Let me like let me like exercise self control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, you know, like in this situation, like with my girlfriend, whatever. Like, and the whole time it's like all you have to do is just really come. Like, yeah. like God is the one that does like the work in us. Yes. Like the mm. Holy Spirit is the one that cleanses us. Like the Holy Spirit is the one that saves us. The Holy Spirit is the one that seals us. Yes, like yes, yes, He's yes, the yes, one that's yes. doing the work. Yeah, like yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, like I, yeah. I, would, I would speak for myself personally. Like I was, I, I used to be in a place where I, like I used to do. I feel like I, I did so many things like out of religiosity, like almost feeling religious, like just to, just to be like I, don't, I don't know, just to seem as if like I'm doing all of this for God, like mm-hmm. I'm sacrificing all this for God, like you know, even like. Sometimes even fasting. Uh, mm-hmm. Some days you're like, I'm I'm a fast because like, you know it's, it becomes mm-hmm. like a chip that you put on your shoulder, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you know, Ooh. and <laughs> like you 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 almost like boasting about it. Right. But then I also realize like one of the, one of the things that I come to realize with my walk with God, um, and I the way that I that I term this, and I've been working on something really really crazy about about this specific thing, and I really the way I describe it is the life of God. Yeah. And in describing the life of God, I describe it as the the fact that it is not you who is 
like essentially pushing yourself to become like God. Right. It is not you, like as a believer, who is like doing everything that you can. Like I'm a fast, I'm a prayer, I'm do all of these things. Like it, right. it becomes at that point it becomes religion, and mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you're like you, it's, it's not a relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the moment that you come to God and you realize that, hey, like the reason why even my desire to pray, yeah, 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 yeah. like, like, and 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 yeah. honestly, the moment we struggle is because we re- we're thinking we can do it on our own. Mm-hmm. But the moment you realize that, hey, I need God, and God is the only one that can do this. Yeah, like you realize that even in your prayer life, like your 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 ability to even fast or you know, mm-hmm. like seek God, like. You realize that it is the life of God, like it is the Holy Spirit, and He's He's the one that brings us alive. Mm-hmm. So He brings that life, you know, back into us, um, and He's the one that pushes us. Like He's the one that's like we like we are living our lives, but our lives are lived through the Holy Spirit. Like the Holy yeah. Spirit is the one that's living the life of God. Like yeah. the Christian life is lived because Christ, like like the, the Holy Spirit is making his abode in us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that life that's in you is what like should push you. Yeah. yeah. You know, sure. not the other way around to where like you're like, okay, let me do this, let me do that. Like and and it's I think as a, as yeah, and I think as as an unbeliever, if you already come with that mindset, like I need to be perfect before I come, or like yeah. you talk to some people, like why what like even believers, some sometimes at church, like they're already been saved, like why don't you get baptized? Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to do this, like oh, I'm not like done, like mm-hmm. I'm not done, like having fun, like or like you know, like if I get baptized, yeah, that, 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 like and people use that as an excuse not to come to God, right. like even believers yep. use that, you know, yep. as an excuse, but it's not like it's not the the proper posture to come, you know, to come towards God is. We have to be willing to open up to him because yeah. he's the one that's doing, like, you know. And Jackie Hill Perry said yeah. that. Have you I don't know if you follow Jackie Hill Perry, but Jackie Hill Perry is a um woman of God who is a poet and yeah. um she's an author of two, I think two books. Am I am I right? Um I'm not sure how many. Yeah, she's yeah, a poet, well, author, teacher. Yeah. She just she in her testimony is that well, her first book is actually titled Gay Girl Good God, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and so her testimony is that she came from a living a life of um, homosexuality. Um, and just even more than that, you know, just sin, just that's more than just that. Um, but she was saying that she had a hard time letting go of that because she was like, or I'm sorry, she had a hard time getting saved because she was like, no, because I don't want to be straight. I don't want to be straight. And there was somebody who came to her and she said, you're not saved because you don't want to be straight. She was like, yeah, if I get saved, like God going to make me like men. I don't want to like men. And (laughs) that person told her, you don't even have to worry about that. Don't even worry about that. Like, don't just don't worry about that. And so that ended up, that was like the straw that broke the camel's back of like the, you know, indecision of that, you know, and that's where, that's when she got saved and stuff. And so it's like people, anybody who is struggling with, any kind of anything like the fact that I'm not gonna say that Mm-mm, I'm not gonna say that what I will say is the Lord will take care of the rest he just wants you to meet him in love and that's it he just wants to be there for you that's that's what I'll say yeah, yeah. and I want to read I want to read the scripture for anybody that's like you struggling with because we talked about coming to coming to God, right? But we're on the subject of sin. Oh, I want to talk about talk to anybody that's like struggling with this sin. And it's like, bro, I keep struggling. <laughs> and it's like, I don't even so 
this is one of my favorite scriptures because it made me feel like an actual human being that's like, yo, yo, like, okay. So this is Paul. This is in Romans 7, verses starting at verse 15. Yeah, 14, 15. Um, It says... We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, so to slave to sin. Right here. Here we go. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. Yep. But what I hate, I, I do. do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. Yep. Mm-hmm. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that God is... I'm sorry, for I know that good itself does not dwell in me, Mm -hmm. that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. Hmm. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. (laughs) Now, look, I'm telling y'all, bro, this made me feel like, yo, thank you. But, uh, okay. Now, if I do... Wait, 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 where am I at? Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it, right? Mm-hmm. I can keep going, although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. Mm-hmm. For my inner being, I delight in God's law. Yeah. But So read the rest. Please go to Romans 7 and read the rest. But this is Paul, Apostle Paul, describing the nature of sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a cycle of like, if if sin is in me, I'm literally doing what I don't want to do. Yeah. For that person that's like, I just I I don't even want to keep drinking, <laughs> but I keep yeah. drinking. I don't yeah. want to keep sleeping with this person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I keep, keep sleeping it. with him. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be in this bondage that mm-hmm. I'm in. Right. But I keep doing it, and I'm every time I go through the cycle, I'm like, why do I keep doing this? Mm-hmm. Paul got the answer for you. He do. Shout out to Paul, <laughs> cause you, my man. <laughs> like it, it, yeah. To see that you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. That one of the most powerful Bible characters to ever exist right. dealt with this. Right. Yeah. Oh, if Paul dealt, dealt with this, do no. I think that I'm above <laughs> the cycle of sin? No. Absolutely not. Not at all. So you're not. And again, he, he gives ways to get through this. Um, but just to know that, like, yo, so good. this is real thing. Mm-hmm. So good. <sighs> yeah, that 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 did that did something. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that did something for me. Just oh, yeah. saying it. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I I think that's like I mean when we talk about like even sin like when like he's talking about the sin nature here right and like the battle with it and that's why he says like you know in another passage he says like I crucify the flesh daily like because. It's a daily thing, like mm-hmm. that he deals with, like, and like no one is above it, like not the preacher, not the pastor. So it's like, and sometimes I, I'm gonna kind of open a segue here, but not dwell there too long. But um, like sometimes we see, like, say for example, preachers and everything like that that fall into sin and everything like mm-hmm. that, and we we judge them, we castrate them, like I mean, we literally like stone them in a way um, to the point where like because of what they they have done like they're not able to come back anymore mm-hmm. now of course they they should have been aware of you know their responsibility and the people that they are leading however like they're not above yeah. <laughs> like they're not they're above, above that nature sin, yeah. you right. know it's like they still struggle with it they can be preachers they can share the word but like and not, and this is not to justify like them doing wrong yeah. but 
like they still deal with the same struggles they're that human we beings. do. Like yeah. right, they're humans, right. you know. So it's like if Paul dealt with it, yeah, we're gonna deal with it, and our our preachers and our pastors, like they're gonna deal with it. And you just have to decide, like, on what side you're gonna be on. Like, are you gonna be uh, on the side where you're you're gonna be you're gonna be feeling defeated, mm. or are you gonna be like you know like Paul in the same way he says hmm. like though this is what I do not want to do, but I do it. Now I'm consciously waking up every day saying, hey, today I'm going to crucify the flesh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so that's, yeah. It's like, are you yeah. going to let the sin live or mm-hmm. are you going to let Christ live? Right. Because that's that's the same scripture that says, when I do the things, I can't remember, babe. when I do the things I don't want to do, right. that's mm-hmm. the sin. It's the sin living, living in, in me. Yeah. And then when I do the things... It it's goes the on sin living in me that, that does, does it. it. That, yeah. yeah, it's the sin living in me that does it. At a certain point, now nah, this is very. I want to be very careful because <laughs> if I take if you if I say this and you take it the wrong way, you're gonna blame everything on just the enemy. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the sin living in you that causes you to do this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now keep in mind, you're still responsible for the action. Mm-hmm. You can't just go around. You know, you can't just slap a, a random man <laughs> and be like, "Hey, bro, it was the sin. Sorry." <laughs> You're still responsible because you, as like again, like I said in the beginning, the the Greek word for flesh does not denote either positivity or negativity. Right. It is just the yeah. vessel, and your soul, your mind decides what how it wants to do whatever yeah. it wants to do. Right. Yeah. So in those moments where you decide to sin, you decide to not kill the flesh, the the sin that's inside of you. Right. And you decide to operate in it, mm-hmm. so you're still responsible. Yeah, but it, it, I think it still helps to know this ain't really my desire. Yeah, I've yeah. been made new. I've been made. I've, I've been cleansed with, with righteousness. And so I was. I told you guys to read it, but I'm not going to assume everybody going to read it. So I'm just going to read the the ending, um, the good part of what Paul says. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then I myself, in my mind, am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. So like, even through all that, God is our Savior yeah. mm-hmm. through Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, there's a way out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think... That 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 whole verse, that whole scripture, yeah, helped that me out. whole that whole thing will set you free. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that yeah. whole scripture will set you free. But I think it's the fact that it says it's a sin living in me. Like it's just it's nice to see that Paul says that there in Romans seven, and then in another place in I want to say. I'll be getting the C's mixed up, man. Whether it's either Corinthians or Colossians. (laughs) Um, I want to say it's in one of those where, you know, he goes through the whole spiel about, you know, it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. You know, Mm because I've I've died and been reborn with Christ, and now it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives within me. And so it's nice that, you know, he addresses like, hey, this is – Sin living in you, but thanks be to God because you have a chance and you have a choice mm-hmm. for Christ to be the one yep. that lives in you with your actions. Facts. And then I wanted to ask, um, how 
like how do I know it's sin if it's not explicitly in the, in the Bible? Bible? How do I? How how do we know? How do we decide that that's sinful? Because mm. let's keep it a band. I mean, it's twenty. It's twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. 2022 by the time I don't know, but <laughs> how do I say there's nothing there's nothing that explicitly says uh, I don't know give me a random percent pornography right. is pornography that wasn't even around then in the Bible right. time well probably was it actually it might have been in like in them plays and stuff they've been they okay but you get what I'm saying it don't say it there's no scripture that <laughs> right. says thou shall not watch <laughs> right, 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 right 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 but we all know it's wrong yeah mm-hmm. how do we know I think it's it's the very like the very nature right the very nature of sin mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily like oh like let me look at what does the Bible says okay so since like say for example even when it comes to drinking right the Bible does not say expressly you shouldn't drink mm-hmm. it says you shouldn't get drunk so then you know it's like whenever somebody comes and like say on the pulpit it's like oh like um you shouldn't like you shouldn't drink. It's like, well, where does that say that? Like, you know, where is that stated in the Bible? But the Bible clearly says like you shouldn't get drunk. Now there are some things that like may not be like necessarily like written like mm-hmm. in the Word of God. However, mm-hmm. because of the nature, not oh, I'm gonna oh, so because of the the <laughs> nature, on. like the nature of the sin mm-hmm. and the fruit that it produces. That's what determines what is sin. If the fruit that that thing is producing is not of God, then it is sin. And I got you right here, bro. Galatians 5, Mm -hmm. uh, verse 19. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual Mm -hmm. immorality, impurity, Mm -hmm. debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, Drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I think that and, and the, the like, like is very Ooh, important. And the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. That was good. Following up, you just said fruit. But it just says right after all of these things that are evil, but the fruit, fruit of the spirit, spirit. Yep. is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, yep. goodness, mm-hmm. faithfulness, yep. goodness, self-control, right? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I think for real, for real, if we go to this scripture in, in, in Galatians 5, 19... Mm-hmm. The acts of the flesh, you can pretty much sum up every sin to one of these, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like I said, yep. like I said, yeah. pornography is not in the Bible, but sexual immor- immorality is, right. Im- impurity is, yeah. or you know, it's yeah. like whatever, or, whatever, and the some, like, that, 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 yeah, and the and like, the like, orgies, and important. the like, it's very important, Oof. yeah, because anything like these things, yeah. And let's keep it a band. The more that you start to know God. You know what things will not please him. Hello. It, it it's it's yeah. It's less about like what can I get away with and more about what yeah. pleases God. Right. Mm-hmm. Would this please my father? Right. You become less concerned with what you can get away wiggle with. Yeah. and what yeah. you can what you can try to fit. Yep. And um Okay, I'm not gonna say that point. Um oh, you know what? I would I will say this. Um Tari. <laughs> Well, some of y'all don't know Tari, but um, there's something that she said one time, one day where she said she was in the heat of, of of saying some stuff. And she said, the only reason people get confused with the word of God is when they try to see what they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. And so 
in the same token, the only people get confused with what they can do is because they're trying to figure out what they can yeah. go, go around. Can go? Yeah. How far can I go? How far yeah. can I go? But yeah. supporting um, the scripture that you just gave, um, there, where is this? Romans 12 and 3 um, talks about the how everyone's been given a, ma- a measure of faith. Everyone, and so it doesn't say, "Oh, all saints." No, it says everyone. Everyone's beginning to measure faith, and I don't know um, if this is the place where somebody was talking to me about this, or if there's another scripture in the Bible um, that says that we were all given a level of morality that is innately within us. Um, so either I'm not going to say the Bible says that because I, I don't have the scripture right here with me, but I was talking with someone who was saying that that the Bible does kind of, you know, sum that up or whatever. Um, so if the Bible is saying this, and in this supporting statement for Romans 12, 3, it is saying that, um, then right there, innately, we can know that if we're given some measure of faith, then that means we're given some consciousness of right. Mm-hmm. We're given some consciousness of what is not right because everything has an opposite. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and another thing is, Let's be real. Anytime that you've said to yourself, is this sin? <laughs> right. You probably wouldn't do nothing right. Right. When have you ever done anything right and been like, is this sin? <laughs> is this sin? Right. Is this sin yeah, for no me to help sin. this lady get her groceries out to, to the car? You've never done anything like yeah. anytime you've asked yourself, is this sin? Right. It probably wasn't good. Right. Some mess. Right. And it, and if, if we be real. Not doing it is probably the best option. The best, yes, it's the best decision, <laughs> right? Because if you know, if you ask, is this sin? Anytime I've asked myself that question, like for example, uh, a ridiculous situation is funny, but it's like speeding. Is speeding sinful? If I break it down, really, it is a disobeying of the law of the, the land. land. Yeah, right. So, yeah, technically, it is sinful, right? Now we do it so often that it doesn't. It seems like okay, we just we just, just being right. Yeah. But I mean, it technically is sinful. Mm-hmm. But I had to ask myself that, and I had to ask myself that because I didn't. I was trying to find a way out of my out of sinning in that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to also just be real with yourself at the end of the day. It's just like yo, you know, you're not supposed to do this. You know this. You know that this yeah. doesn't line up with God. We gotta be pleased with you speeding around. Yeah. I mean, again, do I speed? I ain't saying yes or no on here. <laughs> y'all ain't better get, get me caught right. with no Can't confirm nor deny. <laughs> right. But your boy ain't perfect. Let's say that. Um, so again, the, the goal isn't to just be, you know, religious and like, okay, I don't do this. I don't do that. But yeah. goal is to be like Christ. Yeah. yeah. And, and one other thing is uh, there's a podcast. I think the name is called um, Fight, Hustle, in Hurry um, by Pastor John Mark Comer and uh, I can't remember his name, but I'll link it. Um, they talk about the nature of Jesus. Jesus moved slowly. Jesus was never in a rush. If you, a lot of the, uh, some of the sins that we commit, let's take speeding in this case. Mm-hmm. I speed because I'm rushing everywhere I go. If I lived according to the way, again, if I lived like Christ, yeah. I wouldn't have to speed because I would be planned out. I would be relaxed. I would I would know 
Yeah. Whenever I get there, it's gonna be when I like I wouldn't be rushing. Right. Jesus took the long way. Jesus yeah. would go go out of his way to go. He yeah. wouldn't take eighty five. He'd go. You know what I'm saying? He'd go <laughs> yeah. through the back route. Yeah. Because he was just so yeah. at peace. He was so calm. He was so not in a rush. Yeah. That again, that led to him not being in sin. That was another way. Of course, Ooh. he's he's the son of God, but yeah. that led to him not being in sin. And and he he the the reason he would take these long ways is because he often had a divine appointment in these long ways. And so he would embrace the journey to the destination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when people, it, I, it just got me thinking again about people who, you know, want to receive oh. salvation, but they don't want to let go of their sin. It's like, well, you don't have to think about the quickest way to get there. Mm-hmm. Just embrace the journey as you're going because God will meet you at every single point. Yeah, that's real. No, so, like, when you said that, Kevin, I was um, trying to find the scripture here and find this uh, this 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 uh, this scripture right here. I mean, man, when you when you when you were talking about Jesus walking, mm-hmm. right? And uh, this scripture says. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but it's in Ephesians four, uh, verse fifteen, it says, "See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, mm. redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is, and be not drunk with wine, wherein, wherein in excess, but be filled by the Spirit." So it's like. We're we're called to like walk circumspectly. Now I had to look it up. Like, what is what does it mean to walk cir- like cir- circumspectly? It says wary and unwilling to take risks. Right. So it says careful <laughs> to consider all circumstances and possible consequences. <laughs> yeah. Prudent. Careful. So it's like yeah. you're you're careful. Like, you know, don't, don't like you're not trying to move fast. Like, yeah. Even like I think even even in our walk with God, like mm. it's not about like it's not a race. It's not like oh, like. And again, of course, nothing wrong with doing this, but like, oh, let me just get through the whole Bible in one year. Nothing wrong with that. Again, like you should get through the Bible in one mm-hmm. year if you can. Uh, but it's like, are you getting it though? Yeah. Like, are you right. being transformed in the process or are you mm-hmm. just just trying to like read it just to say, oh, I, I read through the Bible 15 times. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. or are you actually like, okay, wow. Like, God, mm-hmm. I never saw like that. Like, my heart is touched. Um, yeah. You know, and 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 really, it, it, it really calls us like, you know, to to really go to God because again, when you read you read like Galatians five, all of these things that were happening, like you know, he says like this is like this is sin or this is the nature of sin, and he listed all of those things. Mm-hmm. But then, like in Matthew, um, I think Matthew fifteen, um, it's it like fifteen nineteen. It says that you know, like Jesus was speaking and like given the parable, like in a parable, he's saying. Like it's not what goes into the like the mouth that that defiles a man, but it is what comes out and mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. comes out. And then he listed similar to you know what was listed in Galatians five. But then yeah. he says, what is the source of that? Like, and he says, all of these things comes from the heart. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, then it takes us back again. We, I guess we've been mentioning David a lot on this on this <laughs> podcast today. But you know, David says, "Search my heart, O Lord." Mm-hmm. Like, and I think like whenever like. We like instead of like worrying about oh how far can I get like you know away by sinning, like it it, it takes us in a different direction. Like okay, like how like how like let me see. 
how often do I need to go to God and say, God, check my heart? Yeah. Like, yeah. like search me. Like, I just want to, I just want to, like, it's like, it's your desire. Like, mm -hmm. he says, search my, like, and I, I can imagine like David saying this, like, as a cry, like, search my heart, oh Lord. Yeah. Like, you know, it's mm -hmm. like a cry to God, like, search my heart. If there's anything in me that yeah. is not of you, please, like, remove it. Remove please help it. me. Yeah. You know, so it's like, uh, the posture of a believer shouldn't be like, how far could I get? You know, like by like you know, in sinning, like how far can I get to the line of like yeah, losing yeah, my yeah, salvation? Yeah, yeah. Like it should be more so. How like you know, how can I check my heart consistently before God? Like you know, not again, not living by the standards of men, but mm -hmm. living by the standards of God and saying like, God, I come before you. Like I know the source of this sin. It is my heart. And something is wrong with my heart. Lord, right. check my heart. Right. What is this thing that is causing me to right. live in this way? Mm. Right. And Lord, help me with this nature. Help me with this this sin. Help me with what I'm struggling with. And sure enough, like when we call out to God, He He promises. He says, "If you call out to me, I will answer." You know, and so it's like we have to call out to Him in the times where we feel weak or we feel tempted. Uh, you know, by situations, we have to call out to God and say, "God, like if it's not by Your strength, like I will fall." Yeah. You know, and and that's really what what it, it comes down to is like you have to cons consistently check your alignment with God and check the posture of your heart yep. with God and ask God to do that. And so. I think even before the consistency for people, just going back to people who want to be saved but don't want to let go, um, you know, of their sin. Um, that's that's if if somebody says that they want to be saved or they thought they thought about giving their life to Jesus, but oh, they're too this or too, they're too that, mm -hmm. you know. That in its in and of itself is an admission to their dependency on God to clean their hearts. Mm -hmm. That in and of itself is an admission to the knowledge that they that they do need cleansing. Mm -hmm. And so they're literally sitting there saying, like, oh no, because I'm too this, too that. So in that, they're like you you so you know like you just told you do know you just told me that you know that you are not living right mm -hmm. right you know and then it's like okay well this is great because the bible says that you can pray for him to renew your mind the bible says that he is there to cleanse your heart mm -hmm. so you're worried about you not being clean enough for jesus well great because he the soap <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Christian Podcast. I pray that you enjoyed it. One thing that I want to encourage you guys to do as you listen to these episodes is not just to listen to them for yourself, but to take the conversations that we have on this show and have them in your personal life. Because that's all the Christian podcast is. It's just an extension of my life and my life's conversations. Wherever I go, wherever I am, I'm having these conversations. People tell me all the time, like, this show just seems so natural. It, it, it is natural. Like, this is what I do. This is what me and my friends do. We have conversations about God, about this, about sin, about all of these things all the time. So I encourage you to take these questions, even if you got to take them, like, literally, as you as you listen to the podcast, Write them down, write the question down, put them in your phone, whatever. And whenever you're out with your friends, just, you know, spark the conversation and you never know what God would do as you as you begin to have these Christ-centered conversations. But again, thank you guys for listening and remember to make today worth living. Peace. <laughs>